Hello and welcome to Two Guys, One Game. I am Bill Buckle Bill. And I am the Troglodyte Kid. Woo! And actually, this week so far, it is just two guys. Yeah. Um, definitely not one game. Um, we may need to think about changing our branding. Nah, mm. it's fine. Yeah. One gaming system. Yeah, it's just got to elongate it a little bit. Um, and this week, um, Troggy, what, what system are we talking about? This week, we're talking about the legendary PlayStation 1. Not the PS1. Um, well, <laughs> I guess it was. That, I mean, we'll mention the PS1, which is just a PlayStation 1, but a different design, which was released five years after. Was it five? So here's some facts yeah. for you, just some hard-hitting facts. I would love them, because, of course, I've done research, but it's probably the same, so I'll let you read yours. All right. Released in <laughs> September 1995 in Europe. I didn't bother with the rest of the world. don't care about them. Nope. Uh, there Agreed. were a total of 7,918 games released for it. Whoa! That's unbelievable. That's um, phenomenal. That's crazy, isn't it? The last official released game, any guess what it might have been? So the last official released game was Final Fantasy IX. No, it was um, FIFA 2005, which is kind of boring. Yeah, I think that um, was better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would have been a better send-off. And fun fact that I like about the PlayStation 1, the controller, obviously, got rid of the usual A, B, C, D buttons or whatever you have. PlayStation has the X, circle, triangle, square. Did you know, mm. originally, it was meant to be that the X and circle are for cancel and accept, or yes and no. So the circle is like yes, X is no. The square is meant to be for menus because it's meant to men represent like a menu screen, a square menu. Uh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, triangle yeah. is was for uh, camera or viewpoint. So because it's like a point, so that's so that okay. was meant to be for camera things. That was with the original design or something along those lines. And then obviously it didn't stay like that and blah blah blah. I did not know that, but that is interesting. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it's a good point actually because of course it was. Ones and twos and A, Bs and Cs. Yeah. Um, and then X's and O's and, and whatnot. What's, um, what's Xbox? I'm not an Xboxer. What, what? Uh, Xbox, oh, okay. They're letters. Crazy yeah. letters from Microsoft. They went, no, we, we'll stick to this format. Thank you very yeah. much. They didn't do um, the Windows naming format, luckily, and just give it like yeah. button 98, button XP. I, I think, I think what I've always hated about the release of consoles, and not so much now um, with they've got inbuilt memory to save games, mm. was the fact that you had to buy a memory card yes. that never came with it. Oh, and it, yeah. inevitably, you wanted to save your progress. Yeah. They were like 20 quid, I think they yeah. were, weren't they, full price? And in 1995, so, that's not, you know, you don't yeah. just have 20 quid. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm just, well, uh, I guess our, our fond memories of PlayStation. So, so I, of course, owned a PlayStation. Um, I, in, technically, I think I've actually owned two um, mm. because one got stolen. Um, oh. Different story for another time. Um, but effectively, yeah. So my my first experience, I won't say the games because they're going to feature in my games. What I want to talk about. But my elder brother, like seven years older than me, eight years older than me, he had a PlayStation. Um, yeah 
because at the time he was working and had money and could just buy it for himself. Nice. Um, and I remember when he was out, he was like, oh, you can play on PlayStation if you like. And I was like, cool. Um, and I played two games and I could not for the love of God work out how to play them or what they were or anything. It wasn't just plug and play games. Yeah. I confused myself and went, this is pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then I think I kind of just left it and gave it a wide berth for a little while. And then a, a certain game came out, which will also feature in my top five games I want to talk about, um, that I just went mind blown. Yeah. I must own a PlayStation 1. Nice. Um, and I think I bugged my mum, who then got one of her friends to lend us some money so I could buy a PlayStation wow. 1. It was uh, convoluted, but um, and and the rest is history because yeah. I've I've owned all the PlayStation consoles. Um, yeah, the one, the one, the two, the three, and the four. I have now. Yeah, what yeah. was your interest? What was your uh, induction um, with the PlayStation? I got it. I'm not going to call it PlayStation One. I'm just going to call it the PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Um, we got it. I can't really remember exactly when it was, but because I had a Super Nintendo, and then I went from that to the N64. Um, I think the PS1 came out first, but I think it was, it must've been a couple of years old, a few years old. We actually got one for my dad for his birthday one year, um, because he's really into motorbikes and we got it with, we got that and I got like some motorbike racing game. Um, and then basically he's just not interested in games. <laughs> like he never played it, which worked out well for me and my brother. Um, so we did basically and then it kind of became just assimilated as to into my playstation mm. um, and well right. oh go on sorry um, a, little, a little bit of an edit here um the n64 according to this poster came out in 1996 96 so so yeah you, you spent two years without a playstation yeah hard times That's fine. i was still playing my snares I, I, I mean i still play my snares today so <laughs> it stood the test of time. And again, as, as we've said before, you know, graphics, schmaffics. Okay, sometimes it's great to see a beautiful looking game, but it's gameplay that draws you back in. Yeah, I think graphics, I think nowadays, certainly graphics used to be such a huge deal. Um, because like when PlayStation stuff was out, people would literally not want to play something if it wasn't 3D. If it, you know, if it was like a 2D pixel game, people wouldn't be that interested. Um, but nowadays, it, it's yeah, it is mostly about you know you get games that deliberately look like shit, but they play amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, so. absolutely. And, and like you say, it's 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 nice to have the oh look at these smooth. But then even then, if you PlayStation looking back on it, yeah, some of it is just ropey as hell, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, god, yeah. this is awful. But at the time, it was visual masterpiece Best you know? thing I think um, PlayStation and N64 are the two consoles I think graphics wise that have not aged very well um, okay. everything before and everything since I think has aged pretty well I mean there's still some decent looking games but on the whole yeah. it's so jaggedy and yeah, yeah you know you get all the textures like warping it's supposed to be like a straight line and it would just like bend and stuff like that and it's all very strange on there but Yes, decent. Agreed, yeah, I mean agreed. that's that's the PlayStation histories. Let's get to so, the interesting uh, bits. Yeah. So, where, which game? Sh which game should we start with? I'm I'm tempted to to chronologically do these ones um, for 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 what, when I played them first. Um, yeah. And I think I think the first one I think I ever played, and yeah. I could be wrong, is the original Command and Conquer. 
So now I appreciate that would have come out on the PC as well. I, I believe it must have done first, um, yeah, or at least at the same time. Um, but that was the game I played in my brother's room that I just, I'd never played anything like it. I'd never played, you know, real-time strategy yeah. um, game at all. I didn't have a clue what was going on. It was really small. The characters, the screen was really zoomed out, but I didn't realize I think you could actually zoom in because I didn't know any of the buttons. Again, yeah. it was an alien controller. I was used to, a, I think to be fair on the Mega Drive, it was A, B, C, X, Y, Z, and then you did have shoulder buttons, didn't you, as well? Mm, possibly if you had a Saturn controller that you were using. Anyway, anyway, um, it was it was just an alien controller, an alien concept, and um, I didn't like it at first. Yeah. But then I kind of replayed it and replayed it and pushed through, and I just love CNC. It's just. The fact yeah, that you could, uh, I can't remember if it was, I think the first one was two discs as well. Mm. You had the Nod disc and the GDI disc. Right. So you had your different teams you could play as. That was cool. You you know, the idea was uh, you could do link up as well. I don't know if it was actually Conor Conquer, it might have been Red Alert. So anyone who's listening who gives a fuck, um, feel free to correct me on that. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really cool. You could choose one or two sides. You had your missions, you work through it, you, you're a troop, you kill the enemy yeah. whoever they are um build your base travel around with shroud you know the game or at least you're aware of it yeah and, and I, just I yeah play just played it to absolute death yeah i had it on pc i've only actually ever played it on pc um i've got the n64 version but i just didn't ever bother playing it because i thought it won't be as good but um it, it isn't <laughs> oh, fair enough. but yeah well, PC one is just it's just amazing. I'm not very good at those games. I'm all right when when I can build a base and I'll just build because my tactic is always get as many troops as possible and just just overwhelm them. That's mm. always the way I end up doing it. So then you get those missions where you don't have a base. You know you've got like ten units and you have to finish the whole level with that. And I can just never beat those <laughs> levels. That's when I start too typing in the cheats. Too much stress. Nope. Skip level. Yeah. Oh, I've got one troop. Oh, I'm pretty sure that I've never once played as GDI. I always play as the good guys. No, no, that is... No, GDI's are good guys. No, I've never played as not. GDI's are the good guys. Never never yeah. played as the bad guys. Well, you're inherently a good guy, Trog. Oh, That's really? Yeah, I want to say that. Can't, you know. Yeah. Absolute. Um, but yeah, to be fair, probably could do... I could definitely do an entire podcast on Quan Conquer. Because um, I just love them all. But you're absolutely right. PC... It's just much better gaming experience with just, with with a, with, a, with a mouse and the keyboard. It's, it's, it's that's just, what it is, is a mouse. Yeah, the actual game itself is, I'm sure, identical, but it's yeah. it's just having the mouse, just quick controls and oh, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember I um so I, I I then went purely to PC gaming for the Final Conquer series, um, and then I dropped off the face of the earth with PC gaming because I didn't have a PC fast enough or good enough to play any games. Yeah. And I had a PS3, so this is skipping for a few years. We'll come back in a second. Um, and I bought Red Alert 3 for the PlayStation. And I oh, bought yeah. the I bought the um, I I've got that, keypad yeah. add-on part for it. Um, so I thought, well, that's good. because It's got like a good big touchpad on it. Is that work like a mouse? No, it was almost impossible to play. Really? I, I, yeah, I bought the game for about £10, £15, I think. Um, played it about three or four times and went, no, I can't do it. I just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, but, once. Um, but. Yeah. I only I only had that experience with Conquer with the PlayStation controller and loved it. But yeah, that was that's my that's my first game. What I want to talk about. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you the first one. What I'm going to talk about. Go for it. I've got such a big list here. I don't know which ones to choose. 
Which is um, unlike you. You've usually got five. And that's yeah. it. You've got your five you want to talk about because you know they're so obscure. I'm not going to talk about them. <laughs> well, I, I think I'll probably, anyway, the first one I'm going to talk about is Gokido Urban Fighters. Um, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Is very good. And because the thing is, when we had, because I had the PS a bit later on in, in life, and because even when I kind of inherited it, because I was still. Nintendo kid, I would play the N64 and I wouldn't really play the PlayStation. So it wasn't until years really after, probably about two or three years after that, that I started playing the PS1. And by then all the games were like, you know, two for one or whatever in WH Smith's, um, which is where I remember buying this game from. Um, and I bought that. In fact, I bought four games, two of which I'm going to talk about today. One was Gokido and I bought that. And the one I got free was... Uh, Xena Warrior Princess, which was surprisingly good. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Gekido Urban Fighters, which is it's a 3D beat em up, like Double Dragon style. Um, okay. And you I choose from. It's no one's ever heard of it. It's one of those, and it was like five quid sort of thing. I just thought, oh yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> and it turned out to be genuinely really good. Personally, I think it's got some of the best graphics I've seen on the PlayStation One. It's got wow, some, like, lighting um... and stuff, and special effects and stuff when you fight. There's massive combos, like button combos to do, to do combos. Because no, no, like Streets of Rage, you just hammer one button, don't you? But yeah, yeah. with this one, you have to be like, you know, you can just press one button, but you do these like super special moves. If you press like triangle, triangle, square, circle, X, you'll do like this massive oh, okay. special move. Um, so and you kind can, of beat, beat them up spec combos. Yeah, pretty much. And you can do all of that. And there's, I think you start off with four characters to choose from. You've got like the, the, they're kind of the general characters. You've got like the medium guy. You've got the, the big, slow, strong guy. You've got the sexy woman. The lady. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a ninjury guy, I think. I think there's a couple of unlockable ones as well that you can get. Um, it's just really, really good fun. And two player cop. Me and my friend Julian used to play this all the time. Um, and it's so much fun. And it's got an awesome little soundtrack, like techno-y kind of soundtrack. Um, I can't remember who makes it. I want to say it's like Namco or someone like that. It's a decent developer. And it's just a solid game. It controls really well. It's hard. It's very tough. Um, and you fight bosses all the time. And there's dogs and like ninjas and people with weird teleporting abilities that you fight and it's just really cool very cool what, what i want to show people when i'm allowed to fucking mm. play on the same sofa as everyone which is what i keep moaning about at the moment yeah yeah i'm with you i'm with you once once life returns to normal that'll be good yeah well there, well, there we go i'm just um, as, as we're talking because usually you have a clue about the games i'm talking about <laughs> but I'm clueless to yours. Um, I've just kind of got it on on the side. It looks really good, actually. It's brilliant. It's just because um, that's the thing. I bought it and I was like, oh, all right, because it was just cheap. So I picked it up and that, it's like a really solid. And I think when I looked, it's actually got good reviews. It never had a sequel. There is a Gekido game on the Game Boy Advance randomly. Um, yeah. And I think there might be one on the PSP, but it's never had like a proper sequel, which is a real shame because it could have been a cool franchise. I'm guessing it probably didn't sell very well. Um, usually it's like when they come out late in the life because it looks amazing for a PS1 game and also it, it probably came out at the same time as like Tekken or something like that and everyone would have just only bought Tekken that sort of thing but yeah it's Gokido Urban Fighters highly recommended well, you'll, you'll be pleased to know that um, uh, in the absence of, uh, of Handsome Laz um, 
I've I've hit on a Wikipedia site, so of oh, course lovely. it is it is definitely true. Yeah. Um, of the of the top one hundred and nine ranked selling games, or something like that, uh, it is not in there. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, so let, let's talk about one which I probably could talk about all day, um, but I won't do. I'll, I'll talk about it as quick as I can. But it is, of course, Final Fantasy VII. Um, just, just loved it. I know we've probably spoke about it in other podcasts before, so I won't repeat it too much. Pretty much anyone who has ever played a PlayStation and likes role-playing games would have or should have played this game. Um, and it was just epic, absolutely epic. Um, but this was one of the games that my my brother had that made me go, yes i need a playstation yeah um and we just played it and it was it was again for me i'd never played any of the original final fantasies um i think it was probably one of my first role-playing games mm. um that is true yeah it must be yeah it must be true um um everyone knows about it it was just unique brand new uh, we talked about graphics earlier in gameplay yeah actually this this had the splice of it you know it had the at the time, the time yeah, the, the blocky characters didn't look blocky at the time. They just looked, well, they did look blocky, but they didn't look bad. But the cut sequences were really good, and they're still not too bad. Yeah. Um, and um, I remember, again, for me, it was the storyline. I just absolutely loved the, you know, again, for those who haven't played it or have it, it was just brilliant, you know, for the end of the world kind of thing. You play this edgy, bit of a whiny prick at times guy, um, and this group of ragtag um uh, vigilantes um who effectively helped save the planet oh spoiler alert but it was just so good i liked that mm. you could have was it seven or eight playable characters maybe even nine but you could some of them you just got naturally in the game others you had to find um love the battles and again back in the day the whole battle um God, they call it turn turn based yeah fighting yeah. was good i enjoyed that with the tactical oh i'll do that i'll attack this enemy magic on this one never found it tedious that's good but on a replay found it really tedious so oh, i downloaded really? it on my uh, ps vita um for playing when i'm working out in the garage because yeah. i only need my legs for, for using my cross trainer um and I'm, I'm playing it and i just I just want to get to that next bit and I just want to get to that next cut sequence. And I was chatting to my older brother who loves it and he said, why don't you just YouTube it and just watch someone with who's just cut together all the sequences and the yeah, battles yeah. and speed it up. And I'm like, probably is what I want to do. Just want to watch it, I think. But yeah, it was just, it was it was a consuming game. Me, It was me and two mates who all got it at similar times. Hmm. Um, one of us completed it first. What and that wasn't me, unfortunately. But I've, never about those played, games, so. I've never played a Final Fantasy game, never. <gasps> not even the originals. On this, you're a SNES guy, man. They were all on the yeah. SNES, yeah, yeah. Never played, never played them. Um, I don't I've never been that fussed about RPGs. RPGs. The only RPGs that I've ever played through are Pokemon games. Oh, okay. Um, there's one called Breath of Fire, which I had on the Game Boy Advance. Which I don't think I ever finished, but that was that was really good. But I just get bored of them, I think. But I need to. I've actually unless, got unless it. you're catching them all. Yeah, exactly. I've got I've got it on. I've got Final Fantasy VII the remaster, not the remake, but the remaster. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So the, yeah. yeah. The PS1 version looking better on the PlayStation 4. Um, yeah. So I could and should probably. Well, I'm gonna have to play it now because I need to get some footage. 
but uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's it is good, and I think you'll really enjoy the first 15, 20 minutes of it, yeah. and then you'll. I, I think it's definitely a game that if you're going to replay it now, do it with a guide and follow right. the guide. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, FF Seven. That's my second game. I would like to mention. Here comes a new challenger. Uh, so, what would your first one be then? Uh, oh, I can't not talk about it. Is uh, Final Fantasy Nine? Ah, ironically, you just missed the beginning of it. That's the one. Fun, well, I say the one Final Fantasy. I completely missed that one. So, please, oh, really? tell tell me about Nine. Um, so, Nine is the first game that I ever like um, saw on the PlayStation. I fell in love with it as soon as I saw it. Um, it so try not to talk about every single Final Fantasy, but given that you've chosen seven and didn't get nine, um, uh, nine's my favourite out of all of the ones, all of the ones on the PlayStation One. Um, yeah, um, I love the characters in it. It's a lot more. It's got a lot more silliness in it than seven. Um, that could be a good thing because sometimes you do hear that seven is a bit. Of a drama, yeah, and it's yeah. it's good it what it does, yeah. and that it's it's an epic. But yeah, um, yeah Final Fantasy IX is very uh, very thematic. It's got really cool characters. It's really nice art style. I like. Um, it's I've played it over and over again, and it's got loads of. I mean, all the Final Fantasies have loads of cool secrets. I much preferred all the secret stuff in nine to the stuff in seven, um, and eight can fuck off. But we'll talk about that later. Um, the yeah, all the all the the secret things like you, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's like nonsense stuff rather than like oh you found another even bigger monster. It's like oh, right. you have to either find them in fun ways and or complete them in interesting ways. Like this, um, one of the best weapons you can get, you have to complete the game in under twenty four hours. Is it twenty four or forty eight? Yeah, you have to get to a certain section. Sorry, not complete the game. You have to get to a certain section right before the final boss to get this like best sword ever. Mm. Um, and you can you can do everything in that time limit. But rather than trying like grinding up levels, which takes too long, you could do something called the level, the one level challenge, because bosses don't give you experience. Um, anyway, I'll get into details. But there's lots of fun stuff where you you can play the game in a different way, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't even realize yeah. I could do this. Um, yeah, I, I I know I'm late, so I don't want to keep talking over and over again. But yeah, I really really love Final Fantasy IX, and I highly recommend it. And I streamed it actually, I streamed it right from beginning to end, 100 percent run and. Uh, yeah, um, a level down. one run, uh, Excalibur run, two I'm seconds. Huh? Sorry, there's shouting. Um, yeah, I'm going to shout about Final Fantasy 9 now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. No, I, we, literally, I was saying, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I completely missed 9, which I don't get because I loved 7. Um, I really enjoyed 8. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I really enjoyed it. I thought there were a lot of really good different things about it. Um, I don't think I ever completed eight, ironically, because I got too bogged down in the Bored. card game. Um, no, it was right. a card game. I just couldn't. Oh, you'll it. love. There's a fantastic card game in nine. Sorry, it's, it's called Tetra Master, oh, and you no. can buy it for real, and it's really fucking great. Sorry, I interrupted you. Okay. No, it's okay. Um, and so I don't know what happened in my life for me to miss nine, but I missed nine completely, and then skipped to ten. Um, and I don't know how or why or when that happened, um, but yeah, and I loved ten. So. In likelihood, I would have loved nine too, but and maybe maybe it's not too late for me to go back. I'm gonna 
I'm going to steal my cheese to buy for the PS4. I'm sure it must be on the replayability. You can get it on Steam as well. Um, for a lot cheaper, I imagine. Steamy Steam Steam. We can get it for um, Raspberry Pi for, for nothing. <laughs> well, you can steal it for free. Kids, can we go back to yours? You were talking about your Lai Lai game. Yes, my the next one I'm going to talk about is Lone Soldier, uh, which is basically it kind of plays like I think Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, yeah. It kind of plays like that. You play as a lone soldier, and it's kind of like Crash Bandicoot esque, in which that it's a narrow level that you just go straight down. Um, it's not like open world or anything. It's just one path that you follow. It's all 3D, and then there's lots of enemy soldiers, and you start with an Uzi, and you pick up rocket launchers and flamethrowers, and then there's tanks and helicopters, and you end up in space fighting aliens. Um, Spoilers! <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, it's, I'll say, but it's not a particularly good game, but for some reason I just <laughs> love it. I just love it. You just walk forward, shooting your Uzi, and everyone dies, and your guy's got a really bad voice acting he's like oh yeah like this and <laughs> it's just it's very very good well it's not but it is because it's not you know what I, I mean yeah. um I, and yeah. I think I'm, it was a very early playstation one game so it looks even more ropey than a lot of ps1 games there's about five polygons in the entire game i think um it, it does look pretty awful um yeah <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it does also look very familiar um, so on this one occasion, I feel that I might have played the game. It's, 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 yeah. it's quite hard to find. I, yeah, I think I think I probably played it, and then went nah, because because the yeah. box looks quite appealing. The front cover looks quite good. Yeah, but, don't expect you know, the front cover. No, no, even the character in the game, because I think on the front cover he's got a big mustache and beard and stuff, doesn't he? The guy, <laughs> on the front cover. but the guy in the game, I don't. Is he twirling when he reveals his secret plan? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's yeah, but it's, I think it's a really cool game. It's, it's really fun, and uh, it's a guilty pleasure. It's it's one that you play to kind of just take the piss out of it, rather than to actually play it seriously. You um, play it ironically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But I would recommend trying <laughs> it out if you get a chance to play Lone Soldier. Um, Lone Soldier will do. Yeah. Um, right back with you then, Laz. Um, yeah, that's what you're next. Your, your second game, Handsome, of um, of choices. So this is a game that I certainly reckon was not very well known back in the day, but apparently loads of other people loved it as well, because I noticed that there's like a community for it. It's a game called Vagrant Story. Did any of you ever play that? No. Story. It sounds familiar. Talk, talk about it. Talk about it's it. another game by Square Enix, who are the same guys that do Final Fantasy. Um, but it's so we've gone from like sillier than Final Fantasy VII to a lot fucking darker than Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, it's all like it's very like political and quasi like religious. Um, but it's a it's a it's a JRPG. So you're you're a it's an isometric. Is it isometric? I think it is. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Bloke, bloke what has weapon what hits the thing uh, also can cast a spell uh, called Ashley Riot I still remember his name mm. um, and uh, yeah it, if you've played a Final Fantasy game it's it's very akin to those um, but the cool things about it first of all was again the, the world that you're in and the, the plot that you go through is really like cool um, it's got a puzzle solving element as well a big part of the game is like pushing 
boxes around and blocks to get to the next area or to solve puzzles and things. Okay. Um, you can also build your weapons piece by piece. It's the first game I've ever seen that had that. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I was growing up, where you had the like the blade, the handle, the bit in between, and a bit on the end, and it would make you could just chop and change them. So you could have a sword blade on a spear handle, for example. Did they all have crossbow that has and stuff? I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you can make like really bizarro weapons. Um, so you could have like a crossbow like handle with a halberd blade on it, and that was like a weird little axe. Uh, whatever. Right. Like, some of them didn't work, but it was funny to try and do. Yeah, um, and you could like yeah. put, uh, put runes and stuff in, and that was quite cool as well. So yeah, like puzzle solving, JRPG. There was combat as well, and uh, it's the first game I ever saw with vats in it as well. What? Well, what? Um, Fallout calls vats. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you called it in that as well. Um, so yeah, you would, you'd open up a, a sphere when you attacked, and then you'd choose a bit of them that you could hit, and it would show you the chance of hitting how much damage. Um, so it was very oh, wow. much a strategy combat, but everything happened. As soon as you were out of that again, everything was, was real time. So yeah. all Final Fantasy up until that point, um, either, yeah, I think 12 was the only, the only one that didn't do it real time. Um, you were waiting for your turn to do stuff, and this was mm. all happening all at once, which increased that sort of like... Stretch and pressure. Um, so yeah, it's a vagrant story, this one, and I rec recommend it to anyone. Nice. Well, I, do you know what? It, it looks familiar, but I never played it. Um, <laughs> you say that for every single game. <laughs> looks no, familiar. No, it does. I, I, you know, and I, then you I, go, I but I've never played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like a game I might. But play. to be fair though, um, that's that. The thing is as well. I used to buy like N sixty four magazine and all this kind of stuff. So. so I will have, like, in the magazines on the trails, there are so many games that I would have seen, and so I, I, I do the same thing there. It's like, oh, yeah, I know that game. But then I'm like, oh, actually, I've never played it. I just saw it in the magazine, or I've seen a review of it, or this, that, the other sort of thing. So it does happen, doesn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah I'll, sure. I'll take that. Thanks for... I've certainly seen more games than I've played. <laughs> My third game, what I liked um, and and not even liked, loved was Die Hard trilogy. Oh, uh, right. that off my list of ones I don't need to talk about. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry, I just it was just nuts. I remember, obviously, um, love the Die Hard films. Um, yeah, I just remember it just being absolutely brilliant. And and ironically, I think initially when I first bought the game. I didn't really get along with Die Hard 1. So for those who haven't played it and are listening or anyone who gives a fuck, um, Die Hard 1 followed the storyline of Die Hard 1, roughly. Um, and it was a third-person shooter running around Nakatomi Plaza killing terrorists. Yeah, and you start in the, the car park, don't you? And you have to go up. I can't remember, but I remember you, you travel between the floors and yeah. throw grenades and... Um, I remember not liking it to begin with, but then one became my favourite out of all of them really? towards the end. Yeah, I think it had more playability and, and a bit more length in it. The second one was uh, obviously featured on Die Hard 2 um, and, of course, slightly dramatised for gamings in the fact that there were 400,000 million terrorists. <laughs> yeah. It was set in the arcade, but this one was a um, rail shooter. That's the official term we use. Um, arcade shooter, if you like. And effectively, yes, you were John McLean shooting the guy. And the you could game. actually use, if you had the light gun, you could actually use the light gun for that one. You, you could, and um, absolutely, you know, if anyone had, um, and might talk about a time crisis, had the gun, you could have, and did, and um, yeah, there's a longer story that I won't tell, but another time. Um, and that was, again, brilliant, love doing that. That, that one was, was my favourite. 
quick quick and easy and you could just blast yeah. on for a bit and it would be good um, and then the third element of the game and you played these all games separately of course was based on Die Hard 3 um, which effectively was a driving game and you had to drive around uh, New York I guess I forget where it's set let's say New York um, driving around doing various challenges crashing into things trying to into find... bombs you had to defu- yeah you had to defuse bombs yeah. by ramming them with your car <laughs> <laughs> it, it made them explode, funnily enough. It yeah. made them explode, but apparently it's a non-lethal explosion. It's because so. you used the tyre, didn't you? The rubber to, to you know, oh, that's squash right. and squeeze yeah. the, the explosion down. Um, so I'm guessing, uh, technically, in the third one, you play as Samuel L. Jackson's character. What's his name? Is um, it Jesus? Or is he called... No, he's got... Jesus. Hey, his name is Zeus. Yeah. His name Zeus. is Zeus. Zeus. I knew there was something... Yeah. He's saying, hey, Zeus, not yeah. Zeus, as in Zeus. Shoot me with a lightning bolt or whatever it is. Um, anyway, again, just really, I, th- I loved the game because it was three games in one. It was, yeah, um, three full games as well. That was the thing. Each one was long and, I was going to say long and hard, but I don't think I should say long and hard. Should I? But I loved Die Hard, so thank you for listening. Kid, that's a good game. talk about your game before I get too upset. Um, is it me now? Yeah, yeah. All right, then. No, why not? <laughs> your, your, your third game, what you want to talk about. All right, I'm going to talk about Danger Girl. <laughs> Danger Girl. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. So Danger oh, it Girl. It's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it kind of, it's piggybacking, it's a cross between Tomb Raider and Austin Powers um, okay. and Harley's Angels, a three-way cross. Uh, so it's oh. like, you play as a team of danger girls. I think it's actually based on a comic book. Um, and they look like, you know, they're all right looking. And they don't <laughs> mind showing it off. And you know, in all their PS1 glory. Um, and basically, it's like it's, it's a third-person shooting game, kind of like Tomb Raider, um, but with more action focused rather than exploring focused. And there's three different characters that you play as, and they're all kind of different. One of them is better with like guns. One of them like has a whip, of course. One of them is like the tomboy one, which does all the explosions and hitting stuff with a wrench. And um, but it was actually quite good. Um, the controls are very clunky, but once you get used to it, it's actually a decent enough game and it's got some cool like missions and mission objectives it's very difficult but it's quite varied because like you start off in the jungles and you're like hiding around in the jungles and then the next mission you might be like on an oil rig because you switch to the next character who's in another part of the world doing a different part of the case one of them's like when you got to sneak around in a museum and um one of yeah it was actually very good um (laughs) it's not yeah it's one of those games it's not going to win any awards but once you get used to it it's it's you can have fun with it. The thing is, depending on what you show and what you play with this game, <laughs> I, I'm going to show. I, 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 I don't think people are really going to appreciate anything you're saying because they'll just be well, joking. They'll just be laughing at the fact that it's it's quite clearly oversexualized, yeah, objectifying, yeah. <laughs> and terrible in every way, shape, or form. It looks like I'm assuming. You say terrible. I say excellent. The, the loading <laughs> screens on it, the loading screens are just them in, I mean, they're not like naked or anything, but they're in not a lot. Like, so the actual game is quite good. Um, it, it plays well. It's got like quick time events as well, where 
which I didn't hadn't really seen at the time actually. You know, and, and all, out of, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there'd be um, people oh. just attacking you. You got a hit triangle to dodge out the way. And okay. anyway, that's my game. I accept that to a degree. That's, that's, um, that is your third game. What you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, right, go for it, uh, handsome Laszlo McKenzie. Uh, next one then. Uh, one that I'm trying to pick ones you guys probably won't mention. So Breath of Fire Four. <gasps> yeah, well, funnily okay. enough, I just mentioned Breath of Fire 1. Oh, right, um, okay. I was saying that and Pokemon are the only RPG games that I've actually played and completed. And um, I haven't played Fire, any of the other Breath of Fires, it was only four, and I, yeah. I had the first one on the Game Boy Advance, and it was brilliant. Anyway, number four. And dare, dare I suggest your theme this week, Laz, is R, P, and G? Is that <laughs> <laughs> and Jay as well. Um, I hope, so. I hope yes, our viewers all like watching the first few minutes of a cutscene because that's all we're going to get is going to be the first five minutes of the cutscene. So, ah, oh, cool. Laz, I've, I, Laz I've, I've got more. I've got more RPGs and JRPGs. We'll just keep making these all of our games to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Breath of Fire Four is another JRPG with fun characters where you have turn-based combat. So it's basically a Final Fantasy, um, but it was different in that so it's not very it's not very open world it's much more like there's level design to it um so you're going through that it's 100 percent definitely <clears throat> isometric this one um and you're you're running through uh, different uh, areas all of which are, are very pretty um and again there's a there's a little bit of puzzle solving in it too um it's turn-based combat grind up your characters there's a choice of six but you can only use three at a time i think yeah. i've got that right Numbers might be different, um, and it's it's very we, kooky in that it's got like this. There's like a there's a dog, uh, a, a dog in like a monk's robes with a big stick with like his his fringe all over his eyes. Is one of the characters, and then there's like a, a jock with a cat tail. Um, is there a frog you know, guy? I'm sure I used to have a play as a frog guy. Possibly, you'd be stretching oh, yeah. my memory there. No. Um, but there was also a bunch of mini games as well. One of which was like um, helping out and upgrading a little fairy town. Um, oh. Of course, and it looks beautiful. It, yeah, it is. It's nice, isn't it? Um, mm. Yeah, it, it kind of became a bit like you know those um, farming games you used to get on your phone when apps first were a thing. Um, oh, like yeah. Farmville and that sort of stuff. It's sort of like a Farmville sort of thing where you can make this little fairy town. You had to make them as happy as possible, and, and that thing to to recoup their numbers. Keep um, the fairies happy. Yeah, well, yeah, quite. Um, yeah, it was it was just a good story. It was another good story that I like to get myself wrapped into, um, and it was fun. Um, nice. That's all you need. Yep. So, game four, what I want to talk about, um, loaded. I don't know if you guys, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. played loaded. How about you, Laz? No, sorry. Loaded. So effectively, it was a modernised gauntlet, and it was fucking brilliant. Um, a top-down shooter, no, dungeon explorer, um, up to four characters, uh, shooter, why not? I don't care. Um, and yeah, it was it was gauntlet, but modernised. You were mm. running around looking for key cards to get through doors. A bit like, um, felt a bit like, I guess, gauntlet meets, um, let's say, doom, um, with the key cards and things. Yeah, but it was just yeah, it was gory. It was violent. I think you upgraded your weapons, or at least you got power-ups that made them more explosive. Um, yeah. I just, remember, I just remember playing, it was it was storyline, meh, who cares about storyline? 
you're just basically running around button mashing and destroying the shit out of everything. The characters um, were crazy. You could play as like a, I can't remember what they were now, wasn't it like a clown guy and a, a cowboy and just, they, they were like wacky, uh, it was all wacky, it was all digitised graphics, wasn't it? So it was, and it was all like wacky sort of bizarre stuff. I haven't looked at it at all. because There was a big baby. Way. I remember there was a big baby. I'm sure. Giant baby. I, the thing is, I'm now looking at a little clip of it while we're talking. And I'm going, yep, fucking absolutely love this game. It was so good. Yeah, it's really um, cool. Yeah. Uh, Two player co-op as well. Yeah, co-op. Again, I think that was part for me of, of the joy. Mm. Is how much I love a cop. I remember it being really gory as well. Yeah, um, I think it was. Really satisfying the sounds, the explosions. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at stuff with weapons now, they look a hell of a little bit ropey. Um, but yeah, uh, just um, spent hours mindlessly blowing up. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got to say. Um, I can't talk in great detail about it, and I don't need to. So yeah. moving on. Let's go to you, uh, Troggy. Game four, what you want to talk about? I am going to talk about uh, Incredible Crisis, um, <laughs> which is a brilliant, hilarious oh. game where you play as uh, a Japanese family. That I think they're called the Taneo family. That might just be the husband's name. I forget now. And it's basically, it's just a day in the life of them. But all kinds of incredible crises, crises happen. Crises, yeah. um, I happen. And... Uh, it starts off the first thing. The first, they're all mini games. So the first one is, uh, as they do in Japan, they do that little exercise dancing in the morning. So you have to do that dance. It's a rhythm game, and then all of a sudden there's an accident, and like a giant globe starts crashing through the building, and you have to escape that. So it's like those levels in Crash Bandicoot where you're running towards the screen, and you have to dodge things, and then you fall out okay. of a window. No, then you get in a lift but the lift breaks and so you have to hammer the button and then you end up falling out of the lift and you land on a, on a pole and it, it, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy mental, but it's very, very funny. Did you, did you only ever play crazy great games? Like, did you, did you, <laughs> you sat, were, were you sat there going, right, I see these top five games. I want to play that one. <laughs> the thing is, with the, I mean, pretty much. That's I mean, I'm not. I mean, maybe I was a hipster before my time. But everyone had those games. So if I wanted to play them, I just be like, oh, can I borrow that off you? Cheers. Whereas, and also, usually these ones were always in the bargain bins for a couple of quid. So I'd pick up the cheap games, and it looked more interesting. And it's even like the case now, where you look at game cases and it's all brown and grey and you're like oh that's great and then you see something that's like crazy explosion Japanese man falling down a window you're like yeah I'm having that one that looks incredible um, <laughs> but Incredible Crisis is great uh, and you end up playing as every family member there's like the husband wife the two kids and I think even the dog you get to play as the dog as well and they all have their own adventures and like aliens show up and there's all kinds of weird, weird things. Um, there is a story intertwined, and the cutscenes in between are brilliant as well because it's, it's just it's deliberately wacky and Japanese humour. Um, very, very funny. Great game, incredible crisis. What what I like most, so obviously I'm looking at the clips as we're playing it because I think you're lying, um, and so far you haven't <laughs> been lying about about any game. Um, but what I like is just some text flashed up, and I thought I saw it right, and then it flashed back again. So I rewound the video clip to see it, and there is a quote from Game Informer that, that quotes that this game is, Family Matters meets Mr. Bean on acid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And 
And that's all you need. Old. That's all you need. Uh, sorry, did Martin take your game? Oh, of course no, you did. no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm just a slow human. Um, it's going to be one of the Abe's Oddworlds or Exodus nice. or Odyssey. Um, but yeah, I, I fucking love those games. Um, again, really fun. They they put so much character into it without any words at all. Yeah. Um, oh, they yeah. are funny. They're good problem-solving games. Um, left and go left, go right, save all the people uh, in a very sort of slow lemming sort of way. Um, yeah. No, I remember that game being hard as balls. I didn't. I never owned it, and my friend Nick had it, and I used to play it his. Because you'd have to tele telepathically take over them, wouldn't you? And that's right. Yeah. I remember the controls being really some confusing. And then, because you could take over the bad guys and use yeah. them to shoot, and then, and you'd be like, "Hello, follow me." <laughs> it was all like that, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Hello, and then, yeah, hello. if you pissed them off, you had to apologise to them. Oh right. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. Um, I remember it looked but, incredible. Um, uh, it had oh, such good graphics. Visually beautiful, yeah. I must mm. admit, they, they've done they've done a version, haven't they? An updated version on the PS4. Really? I was temp I was tempted, but because um, it was good. And I, what I liked as well, and handsome. I don't know if you were going to go on to say it, but it was a replayability of ah oh, fuck. I didn't save all of them, so because I'm pretty sure when you got to the end, you had a different ending. Depending on how many you saved, oh, okay. So if, you, if you if you saved like I don't know seventy five percent or whatever, yeah, you would get a happier outcome than if you'd saved less. Oh, okay, um, and um, and yeah, I think I quite liked it for exactly the same reason. I think handsome lads used to like it. You get to a level, you'd be like, right, what do I need to do? I need to do this first before I do that, because otherwise he's going to die. Yeah, to get to this other side. Um, and yeah, I think it was quite novel the fact that you couldn't attack anything really. Uh, okay. You can only attack things if you took over. Oh, I see. Yeah, that could attack. Yeah. Did you not do the Abe's games then? Kid? Nope. Nope. Oh man. Oh, you, uh, you my friend had it. Were... I played it. I have played it. We played it a few times. I just remember it being really hard. So then we, I don't know, played something else. <laughs> so you gave up. So we gave up. Yeah. But now it's hey. the kind of thing I like to do um, is to play games like that, which are a bit more methodical and, um, you know. I like my Doom because you run in and rip apart demons, but I also like games uh, the opposite to that. So one of my faves of all time, Resident Evil. Just, just the nuts. Just the most scariest game I had ever played, mm. um, and the most exhilarating. The one I spent the most hours on. Um, fond, fond memories of of playing it. Always been a fan of zombies um, from yes. a young age. Yes. Um, zombie movies, of course, namely, and in fact only, because I don't think I played any zombie game that I was aware was a zombie game prior to Resident Evil. Um, and I, I remember it was one of those games that I played a lot by watching my mate playing as opposed to playing myself. Right. Um, he was a better gamer. It was his game and it was his PlayStation ergo it seems the right thing to do um but as i was mentioning the beginning of the call as um you missed we talk about the origins of, of of our gaming history and my mate was lucky enough to be bought a playstation with tomb raider and resident evil um and That's no, no memory card oh so, <laughs> the two games so, that probably rely most heavily 
Absolutely. For, for whatever reason, his mum was... They might as well have got in um, Final Fantasy as well. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, he was also the guy that had a SNES and a Sega Mega Drive. So we got back to the mansion. That's so, impressive. Um, That's the last third, ne- at least. Yeah, ne- nearing, nearing the end. Um, and I think we'd not long met the, the, uh, the hunters or the frogmen, depending on what you wanted to call them. We were probably about four, four and a half hours deep. And there's all three of us writing down notes, right? in this room we need to come back and do that okay yeah. good and you know using it all together and he got beheaded by a hunter and Damn. the acting the voice acting was in it yeah and re- re-watching it i'm like yeah but i remember it being terrible at the time i didn't mind it was you were it almost was... a jill sandwich yeah that's the famous bit yeah. Um, but you know, from 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 the from the moment you start the game with a terrifying running through the woods, being chased by the that's dogs, real people, isn't it? That's an actual, yeah, yeah, real, real, real actors. Yeah, um, really died making that actors. Um, yeah. and, um, and then, uh, and then, of course, the first time you see the zombie turn around after it's munching that guy, and. What I, 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 I don't think it was deliberate, although from, from what I can tell, they used it from Silent Hill. Um, the fixed camera angles, um, not Silent Hill, anyway, they, it was the fixed camera angles and the fact that you walked into a room and you, you could hear there was something, but you couldn't see it. Yeah. You didn't have a direct line of sight. Um, yeah, brilliant. Puzzles could get bloody annoying, but I never remember them being annoying. I just remember the fact that when you died, if you hadn't saved it with the ink ribbon, it was an absolute mofo. But then when yeah. you, one of my favourite things was obviously completing it under three hours, I think, and you got unlimited Magnum. Because unlimited rocket launcher was was fine, but it was a bit boring because, you know, it was really difficult and clunky to use. Yeah, like yeah. Infinite, infinite Magnum, boom, one shot, two shot kills with things. That's cool. Satisfying as fuck. Kid, you go ahead with your game of five before I carry on waffling forever. So I'm going to talk about a definite hidden gem, um, which is Silent Bomber. Anyone ever heard of Silent Bomber? Um, no, we have, we have now. It's, it's what Bomberman could have been if they made it into, well, they did make it into a third-person action game, but if they wanted to, you know they did a gritty reboot of Bomberman for the Xbox 360, which was apparently absolutely terrible. Well, no, Silent no. Bomber is kind of like Bomberman. You play as a guy and you can shoot bombs um, you can either drop bombs or shoot them. You, you tap the button and you drop bombs, and then you have a different button to detonate them, so they don't automatically detonate. You do it all remotely. Or That's if you a good bomb wouldn't. Exactly. Or if you hold down the button, you get like a an aiming reticule thing comes out of your body and it locks onto multiple targets. You can lock onto as many targets as you want, and then you fire bombs onto them, but it only has a limited range. And you destroy enemies and they drop power-ups that let you like increase your ability. So you get all these little chips which you can then kind of customize yourself. So you have either number of bombs, range that you can fire them, and I forget what the third one is. Um, but basically you can chop and change that as much as you want. So you could have it so you can stack. So if you stand still and you just drop a bomb in one place, you can drop, say, five bombs in the same spot, and it makes the blast radius much bigger. Okay. Um, and or you could, and obviously it's more powerful as well. And it's just really fucking cool. It's such a cool game, and there's so much exploding, and there's like <laughs> robots and mutants, and 
and mutant robots brilliant and yeah mutant robots and it's just really really good game um i think i don't know why laz i reckon you would really enjoy playing it um i don't know why but i just feel like you would but it's a really really cool game uh and it's got cool really good um cutscenes and stuff in it as well it's what Bomberman could have turned into if they wanted to make it serious. And again, it's a game that I'm surprised hasn't didn't get any kind of sequel or like cult following remake sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And I, I'm it's, happy. I'm happy to report it does not look familiar. <laughs> probably my um, favourite PlayStation One game. It does look. It does look good though. It it's looks so really. Much fun. I mean. Again, there are some ropey-looking elements to it, but then oh, yeah. of course it was well. it, it was the year it was made. You know, let's yeah. not get away from it. But um, yeah, no, it looks it looks good fun. Um, and I guess your only weapon was bombs then. <laughs> yeah, but there's um, yeah, so you get regular bombs, or you can get different types of bombs. Like you can get like flame bombs or whatever you like a like a what's the word. Napalm. Flame bombs. You can get napalm bombs, which obviously then inflict burn damage. You can get electricity ones, which will then like knock out the um, robots. And you get EMP ones. So there's a few different special bombs that you can pick up as well. Mm. And they're assigned to different buttons. So then you, depending on which button you press, is what type of bomb you drop. But your but, main bombs you have unlimited. But the other ones you have, you have to collect them along the way. Sure. So and again, I'm assuming that all the bombs are quiet. <laughs> no, it's it, there's no subtlety about it. It's hey, you need to blow this shit up, and it's like all right. So, so is he quiet? I, I, <laughs> I wonder oh, where the silent part comes in. You know, I don't know where the silent part. <laughs> Maybe he's being ironic. You know, it's like little Ron, little John, who's a big yeah. bloke. So. Oh, that looks good. Again, he just keeps stum about it, right? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's like Link. He just never speaks. In fact, he talks quite a lot throughout the whole thing. He's quite annoying. He's got Link, a he come to town. Um, like, yeah. Come to save the princess of love. God and take her away. Now the children don't play. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. It was me that started it. Brilliant. Was that a real um, song or was that a... The System of a Down did lyrics to the oh, Legend of Zelda. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Check that out. Kid, you do need to Google it because it's very silly. The first I, time I heard I, I, it, I was like, what is this? I think, <laughs> back in, I think it was back in the day of Napster. And I was like, oh, I like System of a Down. System of yeah. a Down, Zelda. Why wouldn't I want to download that? Yeah. yeah. And doubted whether or not it was System of a Down. Right, Laz, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Five game. Go, go. Um, no. How do I choose between these four? I don't know. Um, We're doing honourable mentions. It's fine. It's cool. All right, uh, Tekken 3 then. My favourite yeah. of all the Tekkens that has ever been. Uh, it's not like my number one or anything, it's just the one I wanted to talk about the least. Um, but I played <laughs> so much that game that I could not put it in. Uh, yeah. You guys play Tekken? Yes. Uh, play Tekken yes. Quite a lot. Maybe well, not three, though. Well, um, it sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, no, uh, I de definitely one and two. Um, but I, I've never really been a big uh, beat em up fan. Um, I don't, okay. I don't, I, I quite, what I like about beat em ups um, is the completing it and then getting the person's story at the end. Um, so, like right. Mortal Kombat, I loved the idea of see the end sequence. But the actual battles, I never really enjoyed. So, I wasn't really a Tekken, never have been a beat em up guy really. But um, what was so right. good about Tekken 3 then, Laz? Tekken 3 was. 
just fun to play. It was fun. Learned, like it's one of the few games where I've ever actually learned the combos. Because I fighting yeah. games, I'm normally like up, down, A, B, up, 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 up fuck that. Yeah. Just I'll hit them when I, I feel like it. Thank you very much. Um, but Tekken, I actually, it, want, it made me want to learn how to play them. Especially when you've got like unlockable characters like Gon um, and Dr. B and learning how to use those guys properly where one guy spends most of the game on the floor. All of Yoshimitsu's nonsense. The fact oh, that Harang was broken. Um, yeah, so I had a sort of a campaign mode where you ran to the right and beat the shit out of guys yeah, and that was ch brilliant. whole chickens to heal it. It would go, actually, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And then there was the, the Tekken tournament where you had to fight your way through all the bosses and there was a story going through it. And had, I, actually, I, I ended up loving Hihachi by the end of it. Um, yeah, that one have, was, it, was it that one that had the beach <laughs> mode as well? Yes, it had beach ball mode. That, yeah, 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 absolutely right. There, there was so much, because again, I never had it, but my friend had it. And there was so yeah. much in it, and we would just play it for so long. And we, the beach ball, funnily enough, the beach ball mode, we always used to fucking play all the time. Um, yeah. It was such a cool game. I used to play as Ogre. Um, yeah. Or the, yeah. the panda, or the, the, the was there the a panda in it? I yeah. can't remember now, but... There's all kinds of weird... That's the thing, because it didn't take itself seriously. That's what I really like about the Tekken games. I'm, I'm always a Street Fighter guy. I think Street Fighters, in my opinion, have never been beaten. Would you describe yourself as a Street Fighting man? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But there ain't no place for... No. No. Right. <laughs> what that from? Um, what? It's the Rolling Stones! Oh, is it? Oh, I saw them a couple of months ago. Anyway. Um, what can a poor yeah. boy do except sing for a rock and roll band? Tekken, Doesn't matter. It's pretty good. Doesn't Tekken, matter. Tekken 3 has possibly the best graphics on the PS1, I'd say, as well. Polygon-wise, as well. It's, it, it's, it, it looks brilliant. Yeah. It's got all the Gons. Yeah, Gon was good. He was a little dinosaur bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah he did a, a spin-locking tailspin thing. That's right, yeah. yeah. Right. So, so before we do our honourable mentions, if you finish talking about Tekken 3, Laz, sorry to move you on, <laughs> um, I looked earlier uh, in your absence on um, my incredible um, source um, that is really academic. Um, this is his long-winded way of saying he's got the top five and we're going to guess them. Yeah. No, so I've not gone for top five. I've actually changed the status and I've gone for the top five best-selling games. Okay. Oh, no. So not as, not as voted for by people, but as voted for by money. By money, money yeah, talks. money speaks. Money talks. Dirty cash, I need you. Right, so can can you just just give me a game you think is number one? Or at least Tony in the top two. ten. Yeah, that's PlayStation 1. Tony Hawk's 2. So um, I, I, I'll take your guess of Tony Hawk's 2. Um, uh, Handsome Spyro Lab, the me, Dragon. Give me a game that is higher. Right, so I've seen both of these games on this list. All right. You will be upset as to where they are. So Probably. Tony Hawk's um, Pro Skater two. Spyro wins really? um, only yeah. just. So Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk original one actually sold more copies than two. Wow! So okay. Tony Hawk one apparently sold three point five mil, um, and nice. Tony Tony Hawk two sold three point one five mil, but. Spyro, let me see. Um, which Spyro were you talking about, by the way? One, two, or three? Uh, one? One sold the most. Yeah. Um, so it's 4.8 4. million. Wow. Um, 
So actual, it's quite, I say quite interesting to see what people bought because it doesn't necessarily, just because it's the most popular doesn't mean it was um, the most popular, but the actual most sales of any game. Oh, wait, wait, grand wait, 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 oh, Auto, yeah. I was going to say, oh. I'm going to get one guess for one game. I thought we were going to do Oh, one. sorry. Okay. All right. We'll fucking have more guesses then. There's well, no yeah, format to this uh, show. It's fine. All right. Well, try, try um, again. I tell you what. Well, just ones that got, I thought would be in the top five. You've got another life. Go on, go again. Well, I'm guessing Tekken Three is up there as well. Then that must be up uh, there. Te Tekken Three is is fifth uh, wow. with eight point three million. Nice. And Final Fantasy Seven must be in there, surely. Final Fantasy Seven is second with ten right. million, just over. What about the original Tomb Raider? Hmm. Two Raider, seven million um, and seventh. So, so still very solid. Mm. Um, I'm upset with number six, but that's just because of my own personal taste. It makes perfect sense why it's there. No, eight Crash Bandicoot's number eight, and I thought you'd be up there with that one. Um, I'm not even going to give you a clue. Should I give? I give a clue just in case anyone is listening. I give a clue. Boring, boring driving game. Is it realistic no. oh, driving? Ridge game. Racer Four. It's driving, uh, driving Colin game. No. Oh, Colin McRae? Way more boring. Way more boring. Grand Think Turismo. Realist, realist Gran Turismo. Well done. Well done. Yeah. A yeah. realistic driving game. I mean, nah, fuck off. Nah. If you, can't, <laughs> if you can't throw banana skins at people, I'm not interested. Yeah. yeah. If there's no green shell that pops out the front of it, no. If there's no prize for running over everybody, no. Yeah. No interested. The only you, kind of serious racing game I like is the Burnout series because they're just fucking brilliant. They're Fun they are, yeah. So, so other than that, I'm all about the kart races. So, so the top five in racing of the carts, yeah, is uh, Gran Turismo, Final Fantasy Seven, Gran Turismo Two, Final Fantasy Eight, <laughs> um, and Tekken Three, oh. um, and then it, it moves down to um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which is the one that upsets me. Tomb Raider, Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider 2. Um, one that definitely would have made honourable mention for me and probably you guys too, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that is fantastic, yeah. Fucking love that, yeah. So, do you know what? I'm going to do some honourable mentions. I'm going to reel through these really quickly um, just because I just feel they need to be mentioned. Um, Vandal Hearts. Maybe Laz might have played that one. Nope. Dude, you'll love it. You'll fucking... Sounds, fa <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's a, a JRPG. Um, but it's like chess. Um, you're you've got a bit like almost. Um, is it Dungeons and Dragons when you actually play the thing where you can only move characters a certain distance when you're actually playing with actual real characters? I mean, it looks terrible. <laughs> or Space Hulk or something like that. But oh, it was Space brilliant. Hulk, what's a game? Um, yeah, um, Sakodan, which was another JRPG where you had like 99 playable characters, um, which the, I loved it for that was one only. Sorry. Nothing, nothing. I'm not funny. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, Worms, I know we talked about it in Sega Mega Drive, but on the PlayStation, it was just as good. Because <laughs> it's the same fucking game. It's, it's the same game. Uh, time Crisis, Point Blank, because they were Time yeah. Crisis and Point Blank, but maybe that will feature in an arcade um, yeah. podcast. I think nice. we probably should do. Um, Alien Trilogy, Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto, not the original, the... the the second iteration, whatever that one was. Um, Max Payne, Twisted Metal, and finally a game that Kid and I talked about, Poi Poi. Max Payne was, was PS2. Uh, no, was it? Yeah, maybe, I don't think oh, it was even on PS2 man. actually. I, had, I did that so many times. I think it only I was like, oh, I love this, 
PS2. I love yeah. that PS2. <laughs> Although actually, do you know what I'm thinking about it? I played Max Payne on the PC, so we'll save that for the PC it's, game section. I've already yeah. blown my wad. Um, kid, honourable mentions, come on. Do well, well, Tony Hawk's 2 was one of mine because Tony Hawk's 2 is just one of the best games ever created. It's just fucking unbelievable. Um, Tony Hawk's 2 is one of my honorables as well, just FYI. Tony Hawk's, yeah. It's just yeah, so yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Silent Hill, because I didn't own Resident Evil, but I did have Silent Hill, and Silent Hill was just so creepy and unnerving and horrible. Really, really good. Um, Street Fighter EX2. Um, so Street Fighter EX so series are, yeah, they're brilliant. The Street Fighter EX ones were in 3D, so they play more like Tekken than they do Street, well, they don't. They still play like Street Fighter, but they have Tekken-style <laughs> graphics. And it works really well, but people really hate them, apparently, but I think it's brilliant. Um, right. One that you will know when I am is Bishy Bashy Special, um, which <laughs> yeah. is a real game, Laz, if you're wondering. Bishy Bashy Special is kind of like Wario. No, I know Bishy Bashy Special. Oh, I, I completely believe you, yeah. Oh, excellent. Bishy Bashy Special is so much fun. This is one that, that me and Bill actually played, one of the first ones we did for the channel. Because um, I was like, this has got a ridiculous name. And I was just looking at what fun multiplayer games were. And we played it and we were like, this is, we hadn't laughed so much. In they so, were right. It was just absolutely They were so wrong. Right. Mm. Um, so Bishy Bashy Special, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a mini games where they only last maybe a minute long each, each game, but it's just weird stuff. I can't even remember what you had to do. There's one where you have to like match body parts that are missing and stuff like that, but it's like a comedy. Yeah. Press, like press triangle the quickest, basically. Yeah, it, it was, it was yeah. the pre-WarioWare, wasn't it? Yeah. and it, oh, Yeah, Mario Party-esque. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. No, WarioWare, very different. Wario, oh, uh, Bill's never played WarioWare, so that's... Have you not? <gasps> oh my did, God, did, Bill, you need did to. Did WarioWare come first then, did it? No, no. Where the first one was Game Boy Advance, I think. Slash, uh, there's an amazing one on the Wii, um, but it's, yeah, yeah, they're excellent. And have I got any more on mentions? I used to play um, Legacy of Kane, which is oh yeah, so really, um, really, yeah, really, really good. But I'm going to save that for a more Halloween time. So there you go. What, a siphon filter as well. That was a oh, good so one. The, yeah, Drunk. I, ironically, I know I talked about realistic driving games, but I really like Driver as well. I don't know if you played. Well, that was more. Yeah, that was fucking hard. But that, that wasn't really. A, that's not a racing game, is it? That's a more like GTA sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's what you're saying yeah. for your honourable mentions. That's honourable mentions. So Tony Hawk, you've already said Crash Bandicoot Warped is the best one. Um, I played lots of that um, and Ape Escape. I've never played Ape Escape. Escape. Never it's played real that. Good. That was the first game to use the dual analogs. First, I mean, uh, was it? Yeah, that was that was. Cool. Um, yeah, it was made specifically for the dual analogs when that the controller was released. Taking advantage of the technology. Well, you can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I've never played that. The thing is, the thing is, it it does. Say again. Oh wait, did you just say it looks familiar? <laughs> because <laughs> it really doesn't um oh. uh, but, hey that's fine um yeah no no so again some outstanding you know memories and, and moments um so i mean I, I guess we're wrapping up now but it makes sense to say what 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 next so for me probably playstation one i took a bit of a hiatus from consoles and i moved to pc gaming um properly i say hardcore but um, I PC gamed much more than I consoled. Um, 
and uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, kid, console, did you move on to a console next or were you PC or a bit of both? Uh, well, I kind of always had a PC in the background, but not a particularly good one. Um, so yeah. I used to play quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I would have gone from, I, I got, because I was always Nintendo, so I went to GameCube after this. Logic. I was going to say, um, yeah, yeah. I would say you were in sixty-four. In fact, you were in sixty-four before PlayStation. I was in sixty-four um, at this time. Yeah, at the PS One yeah. time. Yeah. Um, handsome. Where did you go from PlayStation One? Um, so this was the point where friends had an N sixty-four, but I would have gone to PlayStation Two after that because yeah. I never got the original Xbox, and I didn't. Oh no, GameCube. No, PlayStation Two, then GameCube. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you care. No, I do care because I was exactly the same. I um, I marked out for a PlayStation Two, um, and then effectively lived in a student house uh, university where um, Lake George had a PlayStation Two, um, and I was like, do you know what? I really want to play Mario Kart. I haven't played Mario Kart for absolute eons. I'm yeah. going to sell my PlayStation Two and buy a GameCube just for Mario Kart, pretty much, um, and it was the best thing I ever did because. It meant that we had the best of both worlds. We could play games on PlayStation 2 in Mate George's room. Um, and then when they wanted to smoke and get high, and that wasn't really a thing I did, I would go to my room and play Mario Kart. And then after they finished getting high, they'd come and giggle and play Mario Kart. So, um, yeah. So, I guess, um, in, the, in the famous words of uh, the wrestler Bill Goldberg, um, what next? Well, do we do PC? Do we do GameCube? PC is going to be forever. We definitely need to do GameCube. We definitely need to do PlayStation 2. Did we not say we were going to go Nintendo, Sony, Nintendo, Sony until we got to yeah. PlayStation 60? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, GameCube, so um, GameCube next week? Yeah. Yes. I, it's my favourite console. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Console. That, um, so should we set aside a yeah. couple of days? Well, it's kind of, we could do a two-parter. <laughs> Might have to. Well, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. We could... Yeah. Hey guys, even though I was 50 minutes late, we are the most on time we've ever done. It's not bad, is it? It's not bad. We've done all right. And um, I still need to sing my Bonnie Tyler. So um, I guess uh, it remains uh, for me to say um, thank you for uh, listening before, and before watching. That, though, before oh, oh, that. oh, oh, go on, go on. Don't forget, you can follow us on YouTube at Two Guys One Game. You can find us on Spotify on Two Guys One Game. Or anywhere you find your podcast, you can search for Two Guys One Game. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that crap. And if you have Instagram, you can follow us on uh, the underscore reviews underscore brothers because that was created before this was. So the name is different, <laughs> but I might see if I can figure out how to change it. Um, and like any good places. boy band, there's there's going to be there's going to be fans of us individually. So for those that love a bit of Belt Buckle Bill, uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Belt Buckle Bill thirty three, um, all one word. Uh, handsome Laz, where can people find you? Uh, they can't really anymore, but it's Fumble Thumb, whatever it is. So Fumble Thumb <laughs> on Twitch, Fumble Thumb on YouTube. Um, yeah. You are in the shadows. Hey, look, if you don't want to be, if you don't want to get the, the you know, the screaming fans, that's fine. You know, fan. I mean, I'm just not making fans. anything. That's it. Yeah. that's all right that's fine um so all it now remains for me to say is uh thank you for uh watching and listening and we'll see you next time bye <laughs> <laughs>